Episode 101. Welcome to it. We're doing this. Do be cool podcast, everybody. Night Riders Night. Witness us. We give you permission it's to be informed, concise, not really. I got it out of order. Hey. It's episode 101. We don't give a shit anymore. It's episode 101. <laughs> I think we should start giving a shit a little bit more. <laughs> We're on I different think, pages already. <laughs> no truer words have ever been spoken, Tristan. Okay, let's do something that I don't think we normally do, but we should try to do it. Let's introduce ourselves. Who wants to go first? Can we do like a barbershop quartet style? <clears throat> uh, like, I, well, I, I there are three of us, but um, I'm new. I'm pa. Yeah, that's that's me. All right, so it's 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 Nick, it's Tristan, it's Patrick. This is the Three Bingo Podcast, episode one hundred and one. Fucking, we did one hundred and one of these guys. That's crazy. That's fucking cool. Uh, all right, so what do you guys want to do? Because like, I I don't want to sound, I don't want to oversell this, but I am chomping at the fucking bit to tell someone besides Emily this fucking story. Biting at the chomp. I'm biting at the chomp. Tristan, can I tell my Jenna story? Yeah, I'm just gonna eat this granola bar. Go Dude, for it. Do it up. I'm here. You're. I'm buying you time, bro. <laughs> okay. So, Nick, am I coming? How's my volume? My volume good. Your volume is is great. Thank you. I'm gonna turn my headphones down a little bit. All right. So, um, I started getting a toothache last week. My mouth started hurting real bad. Um, we've joked about it on the show before. Some people are scared of heights. Some people are scared of bugs. I am terrified of the dentist. I grew up getting. Lots and lots of dental work done. I had braces for longer than most people. I've just never had good luck with my teeth. So as soon as my teeth start bothering me, I'm just like, fuck, my life is over. And I don't feel good about it. And I hate it because I know that it's expensive, even though we have health insurance, it sucks. Did you ever have a uh, uh, root canal? You know how many root canals I've had? How many? Oh, my God. Is it bad? That's three. I've had three root canals. (laughs) Okay. Just in case you forgot. Yeah. So I had three, I've had three root canals. So whenever something starts bothering my mouth, I'm like, well, that's the worst thing because it's never just like an, okay. It's never just like a, oh, we'll just get you a deep clean. You'll be fine. It's always like you have an abscess and we have to cut your face open and pull the tooth out (laughs) and crack the tooth. And just one, one quick story, not related to this one is I had an abscess tooth one time and they had to crack it and then pull it out. Well, the dentist, uh, the dental assistant numbed the wrong side of my mouth, uh, cracked my tooth, pulled it, and then I had to watch the whole thing because this is when they started putting TVs in so you could like watch it if you wanted to. And I kept telling the dentist, I really don't want to watch this, man. Could you please turn that off? And he just turned the screen so that he could see it. But what he didn't know was like I could see the reflection of it in the window. So I watched him uh, perform surgery. I watched him crack a tooth in my mouth open and, and pull it out. And he didn't believe me when I kept screaming, this hurts. She numbed the wrong side. I was 12. So there was no reason not to believe me. Why do you, why are your dentists all like sadists? Dude, it's, that's the thing is like, I've just, I've, and I, I always ask Dennis this and I always get roughly the same answer. I'm like, 
how much of dental work, how much of dental hygiene, how much of how your teeth grow into your face is genetic? And uh, the majority of them tell me, the majority of them will tell me 70 to 30. 70 is genetic, 30 is preventative. It's you can do whatever you want to do to try to curb that 70, but there's only so much you can do. I've had some dentists tell me 100%. I have thin enamel, so I don't even brush my teeth. I just accept that. Why would you? So I, I just have a couple of small birds that fly in my mouth every now and then. And <laughs> um, Tristan's living that bedrock life. Bedrock mouth, Tristan. <laughs> so I woke the up, definition of a symbiotic relationship. <laughs> I woke up. Woke up like Sunday afternoon from like a quick nap, and I was like, my mouth really fucking hurts. That's did you did you sleep on your mouth? Mm-hmm. I slept face down on my mouth. Um, so I got some. Come I, on, that is solid. <laughs> You're both wrong. <laughs> I keep Ambisol in the house because of such just living in fear of this. Hey, hey, fuzzy boots, you want to knock it off? Bring her on. Do you hear that? Oh. Mm-hmm. She's doing that thing where she puts her back feet on the wall and it's like, do, 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 do. oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's a shared wall. I got a neighbor. Um, anyway, wake up from a nap, mouth hurts real bad. I put a bunch of ambisol in it, and I'm just like, all right, cool. This is my day. I'll just be fine. Well, I woke up Monday with like a nagging pain, and I was like, this sucks. I gotta, I gotta do something about this. Fuck it. So I called eight different dentists. Um, only one could get me in that day, and of that one, uh or of the eight I called, they're also the only one that would agree to put me on nitrous right away. So I could go under. And again, I said, tell them, I was like, look, I don't have it. Like you have to, I do like, I don't have a history of substance abuse, which is a lie. Um, <laughs> I was like, I'm on medication. It won't conflict. I'm on some medication. It won't conflict. I was like, look, it's just straight. Like it's, it's more for you than me because I'm going to squirm. I'll probably start crying. I was like, I'll start freaking out. I was like, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. Like I'm just terrified. As soon as I put my head back and the light goes over my head, I'm done. Like, I'm just like, fuck this. So they agreed to do all that. I show up to the dentist's office. I sit down and fill out my paperwork. And uh, over the speakers <clears throat> is Christian slow jams. And not like So subtle, you're getting relaxed. <laughs> but like not like subtle stuff where it's just like, all be the glory. You know, like the, they, they use the terminology, but don't really say like Jesus or God. Whereas like this music was like... <laughs> This music was like Sarah McLaughlin style stuff of like turn or burn. It was like, if you want to save eternity and you don't want to burn in hell, then you, With should, probably the fags. Follow, you should probably follow God. Cause if you don't, you'll be in the hell with the sinners and your mouth will hurt and your teeth will hurt and all of your family will be there. And you have to poke them with little sticks and they're privates and they'll die a million deaths. It was like that direct. And it'll burn, burn, burn. <laughs> and I was just like, of course, because it's Alabama, right? Why wouldn't that be? Why wouldn't that be a thing that's happening? That was an against me reference, not a Johnny Cash reference. That sounds like tooth pulling music to me. Ooh, ooh, let's get to that. So, like, bring me in the room. Uh, I immediately start asking a thousand questions, um, which is what I do when I'm nervous. And uh, she's like, you're going to be fine. And I was like, all right, okay. Do I need to take my hat off? And she was like, what? (laughs) I was like, do I need to take my hat off? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, before I take my hat off. Was it a cap or like a beanie? It was like a hat, like a hat, like with a belt. 
You have to take your fucking hat off. Are you serious? Tristan, just let me get to where I'm getting. I, look, that part's on you. <laughs> it is. A lot of this is going to be on me, Tristan. The majority of the things I'm going to tell you today are going to be on me. Um, I was like, do I take my hat off? She goes, yeah. And I was like, ah, all right. Before I take my hat off, I just want to tell you, I've had a haircut in a little bit. It's been about two weeks. And she's like, okay. And I was like, I need you also to know, I know I'm going bald. Oh, my God. <laughs> And she was like, kind of gave me a look, and I was like, so when I take my hat off, I don't want you to think that I'm trying to grow this front stuff out so that <laughs> as like a way to like hide that I don't know I'm going bald. <laughs> and she was just like, she just, she's like, she, and again, like she's got a mask on, she's got the, she's got her helmet, the face mask, you know, the clear thing they wear, like at Daniel's offices. And all I can see is her eyes. And she just like dead looks at me and goes, that's fine. And I was like, okay. Was she like, I'm, I'm not going to remember you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, Tristan or Nick, guys, you know that I leave P. If anything, people about me is some <laughs> memorable. Um, it's like, all right, I'm gonna pop this hat off, and she's like, okay. So, so I took the hat off, and she was like, it's fine. And I was like, okay, good. Just want you to know, this isn't. I'm not trying to. This isn't a cover up. I know. This would have been like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. She's like, it's fine. It's fine. It doesn't look that bad. And I was like, what would you have done if she ran out screaming? Put, put, screen, back on. put my hat back on, sat back down, wait for someone else. <laughs> you know, you could always say that you just had surgery and part of your brain is exposed. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, I'll start bringing that up. Yeah, I've got this medical baseball cap that I wear. <laughs> yeah, the National Predators were nice enough to send me a medical approved uh, dad hat that I can wear over my exposed brain. Yeah, just say my, my look, my brain pan is not big enough. From a brain. Look, I'll they had to, to make the, room. I'll turn it all the way to the side so you can tell how cool I am. They had to kick another bedroom. <laughs> and there we did an addition. And it's very embarrassing. What you don't know about me is my brain runs hot. So I get these holes drilled in so the steam gets out. <laughs> so, I, so I sit down and she puts the, she puts like the, the, the only podcast where you'll hear trepanation jokes. She puts the, You're being cool. She, I sit down she puts like the little thing on me and then she puts this like lead thing on me because I have to get x-rays done. But the lead thing She's goes like trying this. to weigh you down. The lead thing just goes like this. So you, this hey, is more of a visual gag. Did you like it? Like what? a weighted blanket? Did no, you I like hated it? I hated it. I hated oh, it. Oh, really? Now, so now I know I can't do a weighted blanket. So she puts it on my face, and as you can see, like three fourths of my beard is covered, but there's just a little bit poking out. And I, I just like turned to her and I go, How ridiculous do I look right now? <laughs> and she went, You don't look that bad. And I was like, Okay. So then she does the whole x ray, I got all the things, put my mouth, everything. She's doing this. She's looking at it. She goes, Your teeth are pretty good. And I was like, Well, they hurt real bad. So can we fix that? And she was like, Okay. Oh, yes. I will do everything I can to help you fix your mouth. And I was like, thank you. And then she was like, <clears throat> she's like, all right, so it looks like you have requested uh, the nitrous. And I was like, yup. She was okay. Uh, I want to lay back down. So she lays me down, puts a thing on my face. And I've been on nitrous, not recreationally, dental wise, not a joke, 20 plus times. So I like to think I'm familiar with what that sounds and feels like, okay? Um, this might be because she was tired of me. It might be because of what I had said and behaved prior to She's like, to let's knock this motherfucker out. Prior to turning it on. But I laid back 
it adjusts to my nose and she just cranks it. Like I'm talking like she turns it to where it's like, like this high pitched noise where I'm just like, and I, I remember going like, well, that seems like a lot. And then it's like clicks and I am floating, loving it, having a great time. I'm just like up there. I'm in the clouds. She goes, how do you feel? And I went, I feel good. I'm having a good time. <laughs> She's like, okay. So then she like starts doing everything. And like, typically when you get your teeth cleaned on nitrous, you can feel some things, not a thing. All I felt were these, I could tell my mouth was open and I could feel my face feeling real cool. And I was just seeing like that, you know, the haze around the, the, the light or whatever. And she's in there. Oh, does it mess with your vision? Yeah. It messes with all my shit, dude. Um, and so she's in there doing her thing and about, I don't know. I can't tell you, I can't tel you how much time I was under. Wait, I don't is know. this the assistant like doing the cleaning or is this the dentist actually? This is going the assistant. Out? This is the lady doing the cleaning. The lady who oh. I talked about my hair too. Um, oh, wow. You were, you were in under nitrous just for the cleaning. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'll pay the extra money. I don't fucking care. It's worth it um, to not have to do with the anxiety. Um, so I'm, I'm sitting there doing it and like, it's a dental office, but like, it's not the door, you know, it's not closed. There's like booze, kind of like a tattoo shop. Um, in the booth next to me, I just hear this very, very distinct German voice. And he's talking to the lady and he's like, and the, she's like, so where are you from? And he's like, I'm from Germany. I'm from East Germany. I can't do a German accent. Uh, and he's like, I'm from East Germany. And she goes, oh, and he goes, East Germany before the wall. I'm sure you know about it. In this like almost Werner Herzog type voice. Like if I had to compare it to something, that's what it sounded like. And so I started getting a little bit uncomfortable because that's like a- that's People a, of the taiga. Yeah. It's kind of a scary voice, right? Like a little bit, like if you, if you can't see it, maybe just me. Oh, I can see it. Okay. So I'm under and I'm hearing this weird voice and it's like echoing in my brain because he's just talking. And I start like, I could tell that my shoulder started doing this. And she's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And then I hear this guy go one time. You do that. What? When you get nervous. What are you talking about? Your shoulders go up to protect When I'm on hair. nitrous and I'm terrified? Yes. Yeah, that'll happen. Uh, Mine do that uh, when I'm this, nervous. So this because German, your throat is exposed. You just, it, are, seriously, it's like an evolutionary thing. Just, it's a weak spot and so your shoulders go to protect it i was terrified this german guy was gonna come into the booth and slip my fucking throat she's like are, are you okay sir uh, her, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh you're not that far off tristan uh, so i start going like uh, uh and she's like are you okay and i was like i'm i'm okay she goes are you okay and i was like i'm i'm okay she goes all right the war <laughs> and then she keeps going and then the, and then the guy's like talking to her and i could tell like i'm guessing like, i guess he's under something too or he's just a weirdo and he's just like one time look okay let's not throw stones patrick Kristen, you don't know what i'm about to tell you <laughs> so you quit throwing allegations at me i i'm just going based on what you've said so the german guy goes one time the pig got out and it ran down the street and i chased it and it got to no man's land and that is the first time I saw something I loved die. And I just went, I was like, oh no. And the nurse was like, are you okay? And I was like, he's a bad man. <laughs> and she's like, what? And I, I was like, I was like, that guy is creeping me out. And she goes, it's going to be okay. And I was like, the pig is dead. <laughs> <laughs> 
And, she's and just, you assume that she's listening. I, I would have to assume. Probably. To assume. Well, probably. Right. And so you're assuming that she's not exercising uh, selective attention and totally tuning that guy out. I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell. I don't know. Couldn't tell. So she's like, okay, uh, all right. And she starts to like turn it down a little. I could hear like the <laughs> like turn down a little bit and like and like hear the oxygen come on. And like she brings me, I come up and they start talking to me about like uh she's like, hey, so here's what I'm doing, um, noticing some things. You might have to do some extra stuff, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I'm just here for the cleaning today. I'll take a quote for whatever you want to do. I'll come back and make an appointment, whatever. She's like, okay. So put me back under and like right away. But this time when I go under, I go in what felt like the fastest I've ever moved in my life. I felt as if my body was being sucked into a hole faster than it's ever happened before, ever. Like time didn't exist. It was like a snap, okay? But within that snap, I saw, fuck both of you for what I'm about to say, I saw on what was like multiple screens in front of me, every single dental visit I've ever had happening at the same time. I started remembering ceiling tiles. I started remembering people's voices. I started to remember decorations of the rooms I was in every time I was under nitrous. I felt like I was experiencing every single time I'd been on nitrous at the same time wow. in slow motion, but within an instant. And then I'm just fucking out. I'm just done. I'm just not there anymore. They bring me back too. And she's like, hey, I noticed something. And I'm just like, because it felt like when she turned the oxygen back on, I got sucked back out. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she was just like, okay. Um, started talking about some other stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. If you got to get in there, get in there. Because I might have to use some a shot to really get in there if I need to. I was like, do whatever you got to do. It's fine. And then she's like, are you okay? I was like, can I just, can I just have a second? She's like, yeah. And I was like, kind of like looking around the room because I, I was I started thinking I was like what if I have projected myself into a different dental visit that hasn't happened yet because we were talking about new stuff not what we had talked about the last time I'd gone under this was all new information to me and she's like are you sure you're okay I was like yeah I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine she did, goes okay you can did, lay back can I ask a serious question absolutely did you ever go take to mushrooms or LSD no did you ever go to a dentist who like maybe was arrested later or who was like intentionally like uh oh it happens yeah yeah a dentist sure who does. was arrested later or who who you felt like was maybe intentionally causing harm no 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 and if that Dude, happened, it sounds like I you've got just... fucking ptsd from, from the dentist I'm not absolutely. joking absolutely yeah. absolutely no i will not like i will completely 100 percent. yes i have ptsd Dude, if it's i've had three abscesses three root canals i've had teeth cracked broken pulled out like i've had i had braces for four and a half years like i've had it all man yeah. um which is why like if you guys hear me making fun of people i never make fun of people's teeth because you can't control because um, you know ptsd can be like everybody's 10 is their 10 right i didn't know this but like pretty mild or things that like compared to like seeing people blown up things that may seem pretty mild compared to that can cause ptsd in people i don't fucking dude i firmly believe i have that when it comes to the dental absolutely absolutely um so i start freaking out because i'm just kind of like am i in the future like i seriously thought i was like 
am I in a, am I in one of these times that I saw on the screens in front of me when I got sucked into the, when I got sucked in, is that where I'm at right now? And I started look, I started looking at my clothes. Like, all right, cool. We're in the same clothes I came in with. I'm looking at her and I was like, I don't know if you're the same person. I'll see your eyeballs. You're sitting down now. You have a different shape than you do when you're standing up. And I started kind of freaking out a little bit. So I'm just like looking around and she goes, are you sure you're okay? And I was like, are we, are we almost done? She goes, no, I have quite a bit to do. And I was like, okay. All right. It's like, I'm, I'm okay. I'm ready. Open she that goes, valve. Okay. So I lay back down. Back that valve, bitch. I lay back down. She puts it on my face and she's like, are you good? And I'm not joking. What I said to her is I looked over at her and I said, return me to the timescape. (laughs) (laughs) and then i came back like 15 minutes later and was just kind of like all right fuck that happened. My mouth feels, my, my mouth feels better. I got some prescription toothpaste. She tried to <laughs> tried to upsell me on a water pick. And I was like, get out of here with that nonsense. I go back in three weeks to get some other stuff done. Wait, did you get sucked back in? No, no. I, yeah. When, yeah. I got sucked back in, but it was just what like, happened the second time. Oh, I was just in an instant. I was there and then I was back. So my brain doesn't remember any of that, but here's what's weird. Okay. Here's what's very strange. Since that happened, okay, since that event, since I since my trip through the timescape, um, I have been so fucking relaxed. I think my brain is broken because I'm no longer having a thousand thoughts going on at once. I'm having like one or two. So it's like the monkey with the symbols, he's taking the day off. Like it's and here's another one. I haven't gotten an erection since Monday. <laughs> Here's the other thing. I'm not concerned with that. Tristan, what do you think? I think you're doing something else. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm just Rico's playing with his toy. That's why I keep ah. leaning over. Um, I, I don't Rico hush. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't mean to offend him. Stop. Kiss him on his fucking lips, Tristan. Um, I I don't know what to think. So, so when was your appointment? Was it Monday? Monday. It's Monday morning. And you really like you you you've been broken since Monday. I don't know if my Cur- brain's it's broken. currently it's currently Sunday. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know if my brain's broken or I'm just like what a, I'm normal. This is what normal people feel like. Well, you mentioned you mentioned the lack of erection, uh, as if that's a difference. So, when, no, when when you're no longer having to succumb to the needs of of man, you become a true beast, Tristan. I'm no longer concerned with the deeds of the flesh. I'm trying to figure out if I've reached some kind of higher level of being. <laughs> Like I'm on, if I'm on like some kind of like higher intellectual plane now that I've been through the timescape, if you will. Maybe, maybe you're just given uh, all of your anxiety from all of your appointments all at once. And so you don't have any anymore. It's all done. What say you, Nick? I think that there's a good chance that you had a powerful, like 
psychedelic psychological experience and that uh <clears throat> you've got like that afterglow thing and uh you know maybe it helped been, clear some things up for you i have been enjoying the doors that's a lie uh <laughs> that shit fucking sucks I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, should I just roll? Should I just roll into this? Like, what if this is my life now? Like, what if I'm just like, See whatever. That? Sure. Sounds like you're having uh, existential anxiety provoking thoughts by even questioning that at the moment. Yeah. But I'm not bothered by it. I'm just like addressing that. It's like, Hey, it's weird that I'm not feeling the way I normally feel. I, I think I should go with it and appreciate it. No, you should definitely second guess it and just <laughs> completely ruin your mellow. That's. I'm also worried that like I'm gonna start wearing lots of brown, and, like flip flops, and Why get real in, and get real into like modest mouths and shit. Why would you care at that point? Nah, man, you gotta have you gotta have you gotta have some kind of moral standard. <laughs> I can't bring myself. What to happened to this whole beast thing? Oh, dude, the morals of the beast are the highest in all the kingdom, Tristan. Iced in the times. I think you're just yeah. saying things. Tristan, have you ever? Wait, no, you have. You've taken psychedelics before. Uh, once, yes. Yeah, you returned to the womb. No, yeah. that, that was somebody else. Oh, wait, no, <laughs> you, you said you got like wrapped up in a blanket and said no. Like, that was somebody else. I was telling are you, you the story. Sure? Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, that was uh, that was my friend Ryan. Nick, have you ever? Ryan B. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nick, have you ever done like psychedelics or anything? Because I don't think this counts. No, I, I want to. Well, I take that back. Um, I've done, I've, I've eaten things at very high doses and experienced some some things, but I've never done. The, technically, it is the psychedelic, but I've never done any like, I've never done mushrooms or acid or anything like that. I'm afraid to do those. I'm afraid they'll like. I'm afraid they will straight up like. I'll, either I won't come back, or like I will be just straight up. The wiring will come unhinged. I uh, when I I I did some uh, edibles one time, and uh, I started cr like everybody I know that I um, normally that I don't like. I realized that uh, they were like that because of things that happened to them, and. Uh, I started, I started crying. I, I just felt like this pity for everyone that I, I know that's a kind of a piece of shit. Oh no, I don't want that. I don't want to deal with that. That's all. No, it was a it was a great experience. I mean, it was, was not pleasant at the time, but it was a great experience because I realized I, it gave me, I had empathy for them, but that's, uh, you know, and of course I've, I've seen some things on, on really high doses of, of edibles because you know it changes to a different chemical no and you yeah whenever you whenever you consume it it's um what is it it's something hydroxy metabolite but anyway yeah it's it's it causes some some visual things but that's nothing like super crazy or profound besides that one time but i didn't i didn't see anything that time actually I was cleaning the house <clears throat> while i was Hi. <laughs> yeah, I, I ate a bunch of gummy bears because I thought they were weak. And they just took forever to kick in. And then I found myself um, at a Target 
when they kicked in and I was like, well, it's fucking better buy a Christmas tree. So I bought a Christmas tree and put it up and it was like September. <laughs> I thought you were saying that you were already high at that point. And I legitimately thought that you were saying that you ate a bunch of gummy bears because you thought they, the gummy bears were weak. Like as in <laughs> they're weak and deserve to die. I was like, that is some very high level thinking. Uh, Tristan, as the beast man now, I am doing everything I can to display my dominance over everything in my path. But no, no, I was, uh, I got some gummy bears and I ate them and like an hour and a half went by and I was like, I guess these are just weak because I didn't really feel anything. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I need to go to Target to get some stuff. And then like, as soon as I walked in the doors, I was like, well, we've made a mistake. That was, that was similar to my experience with acid uh, was that uh, it took so long because we all took it at the same time like a group of like six people well maybe it was like four or five people that's so many uh, people to do drugs around but um that's so many people who could turn into the devil but it took so long to kick in that i legitimately thought that it just was not going to happen um but it took about i don't know i want to say three hours or so it took a long ass time that's like Whoa. half an afternoon Mm-hmm. Should have taken it in the morning. <laughs> Should have just kept taking it. <laughs> there was no more. What was the experience like? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like I've mentioned this on the show before, but um, I it just it it turned me into uh, a regular giggle monster. You got the giggles. Mm -hmm. Did yes. you see anything? Uh, I mean, it just it like tracers it, and stuff. Yeah, it accentuated things that were already there. Um, so did nothing... you get like the typical like wall melting and like people's faces, black holes on music video shit? No, I mean nothing like that. Like tra uh, tracers from moving things and uh, like th like throwing throwing newspaper on the uh, the bonfire we had or something. That was kind of neat to watch. Wait, uh, you guys got high and then got around fire? We were in the middle. Like of the you guys woods. took acid. Fuck that. Man, I'm not going to do acid in the woods. Tristan's braver than us. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that, I mean, that was part of the appeal, is that you're away from the rest of civilization. Um, what if it turned into like a Lord of the Flies thing? What if it turned into you trying to walk further into the woods away from civilization? Well, that's how, it, that's when it kicked in, was it was, uh, there were a couple, like everybody else was off doing something else and to the point where we couldn't hear anybody else. It was me and one other person. And we just started talking, and then uh, the thought the thought was brought up: What if, what if we had just come here by ourselves? What if nobody else was there? And that was just it. It hit me in such a way that it just, I guess it it tripped that thought in my head, like it was plausible. Right. Uh, and then then it just spiraled from there. Nick Skeeb over there is looking good with his devil lock. Wait, it went bad? No, no, it was it was good. I had a lot oh. of fun. Uh, but no, it was just that that question uh, got me thinking in that that way of like, what if that was true? What if that was plausible? And then my it just kind of went all drug induced after that. It was fun though. I remember when I was working my old job, like the mushrooms were like the thing for like two years. Where is and this? I don't want to say because I don't want to incriminate anybody. But uh, where did I work when we lived together that wasn't my video game job? 
yeah there uh and i remember like it was all the rage for like two years and like i think i i think uh, i know more about mushrooms than anyone who's never taken uh, mushrooms by proxy just from like those guys i want to try I, it i, I, I think I, I'm, I'm, I, it would be like a micro dose if I was going to do it. Like it would be like the smallest dose possible to where I'm not even sure it would like have an effect. You know, I think generally that that sounds like one of the healthier ways to go about that is if drugs are just the thing for maybe two years and then that's about it. (laughs) Like that's probably fine. Generally, probably fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if like if that group of dudes is like gung ho about it as they were. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if a few of them were given the nature of their personalities and how it's just kind of like, uh, I don't want to say addictive, but they get real pumped about stuff and just stay pumped about it forever. They have an attention to being into things that I don't fucking have. Um, One of those guys told me that he'd always been scared of dying and he had an experience where he watched his body like decay. And he said it was scary at the time, but once it was over, the, uh, WC? since then, WC. Yeah. 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 Yeah that since then he hasn't been scared of dying i i talked to someone who did mushrooms with him and uh they were talking about how like he uh the two dudes are telling me the story about how our buddy our we'll just call him uh ted me and nick's mutual friend ted the one that nick just talked about uh ted got uh aggressively um he got aggressive kind of while he was on them but like not aggressive toward anyone, but like he got aggressive toward the earth and started like trying to dig holes with his hands and just screaming shit like, we gotta go back. We have to get back. <laughs> and they said that like they started getting freaked, they started getting freaked out and just sat next to a tree and were just like, we're just gonna let him dig forever. And they, <laughs> they swear they watched him dig for like 30 minutes. And then when everybody came to, there had been no evidence of a hole being dug. Whoa! Yeah, that, that same guy Ted uh, one time took them by himself just to see what would happen because he had the house to himself for the weekend and just laid and stared at his fish tank for an afternoon. That's the kind of shit I want to do. I want to get cool. yeah. He just he did it and then just laid in front of his fish tank for, for like three or four hours. I want a fish tank. That that was something that I ex- that I experienced was like the time dilation thing. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it, I felt like I was witnessing so many things in an, in a, and I knew it was only an instant. Like I knew that it was only like a, like that. Like I knew that it was like a one second at most, but I felt like within that one second, I'd witnessed all of that stuff happening in the speed, like that I would like, I could allow myself to like stop and take an observation of something in that room. And then, Oh, look at that one. And then think about that instance. And then that memory and then that memory. And like, I know that it wasn't like that long. I should not have been able to do everything I was doing and the time it took for me to get into the timescape, which is what I'm calling that. Didn't you get dosed once? You're talking about my ecstasy story? Yeah. Uh, I wasn't dosed. I, I took it. You were unoed. <laughs> hey, yo. I, uh, <clears throat> a buddy of mine who listens to the show, uh, hey, buddy, um, uh, he, he was known, and he would get mad if I said this, but it, everyone else knows that's the truth. He was a champion bullshitter. Where like just everything everything was bullshit and everything was a joke and everything was a bit. Uh, and he had a stamp out like in his drawer, one stamp. And I, and I was like going through his drawer looking for something. I forget what it was. And I was like, what do you, what's this stamp for? And he goes, oh, that's ecstasy. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> and he goes, no, it is. And I was like, what's this other stamp? He's like, that's ecstasy too. And I was like, no, fucking whatever. He goes, all right, man, believe me or don't, whatever. And so like 
I was like, all right, man, if Wolf's Texas to you, then. And I took both of them. <clears throat> and I'd never taken anything besides smoked weed at that point. So and you then, didn't get dosed. You dosed yourself. Yeah, because I didn't believe him. Um, I had no reason to. Up until that point, he'd never told me the truth about anything his entire fucking life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like that was, and he was like, hey, no shit, that was ecstasy. And I was like, don't fuck with me. He goes, no, I'm being 100%. He's like, that was ecstasy. And I just went, how much? And he went, more than you should have taken. <laughs> so yeah, I took ecstasy and then like- Was he like, you're about to be a great dancer? No, he was like, you're on ecstasy now. And I was just kind of like, oh my God, I'm on ecstasy. What do I do? And he went, I guess you just hang out. And I was like, my dad's on his way to come get me. And he went, well, then you're going to get in trouble. Oh no. <laughs> and I was like, for what? He went for taking ecstasy. And I was like, how's he going to know? And he was like, he'll know. And I was like, you're, you were not helping. So your my, dad made you come, didn't he? <laughs> no, my dad came and picked me up like maybe 45 minutes after this. And I didn't start feeling it until we got in the car. And I was like, oh no. Cause I started having like the warm feeling. Like I was kind of like sweaty <laughs> feeling. And uh, me and my dad never really talked in the car. And like I said, when I get nervous, I'd ask a bunch of questions. So I just start talking to him, which is <laughs> completely uncommon for me at that age. Mm-hmm. And he's like, are you feeling okay? I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just, you know, is there anything I can do to like get some money for this weekend? Just trying to have a conversation. He's like, you can, you need to cut the grass. And I was like, I'll cut the grass then. He's like, okay. So I went out and then I um, cut the grass on ecstasy. And Sounds- it was- and it was one of those lawnmowers. So like lawnmower was vibrating a bunch and that felt really good. And it took me, it took me two hours to mow the yard and we didn't have a big yard. And at one point I remember my dad coming out, just standing on the porch, looking at me. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna get grounded for being on ecstasy on accident. It's, it's an amphetamine, right? I, I don't know. I don't know a lot about drugs. I don't, I took, uh, took two hours to mow the lawn and then another half hour to clean yourself up. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it was, dude, the ecstasy sucks. I don't know why. Like, I, I didn't like it. I, I don't know if, like, I'm not going to advocate for it because I've never done it. Um, but I don't know if it's fair hmm? for, for your experience when you were how old again? Uh, like 15. By accident, a double dose. No, not on accident. I did it on purpose. I just thought it was a lie. So you accidentally took drugs because you didn't intentionally do it. I accidentally took drugs because I wanted to call my friend on his bluff because I don't know why that would be the one time he would decide to tell me the truth. You intentionally took drugs accidentally. <laughs> um, I don't know if that is a, a fair assessment of, of the well, drug. If you want to, if you want to, I know this, I know he listens and he's screaming, this is not what fucking happened. I can know that to make matters worse. This guy also was a fucking cheapskate and a mooch and was always asking us for like, Hey man, you can, fi-? whenever we went out to eat somewhere, he'd be like, Hey man, you gonna finish that? He was the guy who wanted the last fry. He was that guy. He was <laughs> absolutely at the lunch table. He never brought his own lunch. He never asked his mom for money. He lived, he acted like he lived poor and he wasn't <laughs> like, he lived in a nice house. He never wanted for anything. He just didn't, he was always like, he just wanted to mooch. He, he, he's probably coasting his way through life. He's probably very happy except now that I'm talking shit about him, but he knows it comes from a place. Did he bring toothpaste for lunch? What? No, no. My God. Um, no, he, he would always like ask for stuff. And like, after I took that ecstasy, whenever we would go somewhere and like, he didn't want to pay, he would bring up that I owed him money for that ecstasy. 
that I was just kind of like, we both know you didn't pay for that fucking ecstasy. So if you want to, if you want to send the person over here who loaned you that ecstasy, I would gladly give them the cost, but I'm not giving that fucking money to you. Cause I know for damn sure you didn't fucking pay for it. Actually, I'm going to bleep out his fucking name because I don't want him to get mad. Uh, Patrick, if he listens to this show, how many other stories would co-align with that? He knows his own history. Right, but he's also the kind of guy to get worried about. She's like, why'd you fucking say my name, man? Why'd you do that? Why'd you say my name? Everybody's going to know it's me. And I'm just kind of like, you were overestimating our reach as a podcast. Mm. I'm going to edit his name out. I'm trying to remember what time at 1048. Okay, so around the 48-minute mark. You know, I want to know how many number, what our numbers are. I don't know because Podbean doesn't give accurate numbers. I know that. Oh, okay. Legitimately lost track of what you all were talking about. I just, are you on acid? I just thought Nick was saying, I I just want to know what our numbers are as in humanity's numbers. Like, (laughs) is this where we are right now? Too many. 5.8 billion. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's where it stops. It stops at what? Five point? Why are you? It stops somewhere. (laughs) That's for damn sure. It it doesn't actually. (laughs) Just um, just keeps going. Do you think all? Do you think numbers are infinite, Tristan? I I don't think they are. No, they are. They just that's how numbers work. I mean, numbers numbers are just a construct that we have made up to to help us pin down this shit so as so a construct it infinite has to be if it's fake because it's a construct it yes, can math be is whatever fake. it can be whatever it is it just it is they're just represent it's just representative it's I feel bullshit like I, I feel like we stumbled into an argument that i'm very happy to be a part of but not smart I to really contribute to math because they're they're like oh we've constructed this new form of math but it's all it's a fucking it's a house of cards man the axiom on which all of math is built is bullshit. It's not provable, so it's all made up. There's wait, there's, your, there's a your... thing called applied mathematics that is actually very uh, grounded in, in physics. Uh, in physics, yeah, like there's tons of uh, of a but it, it doesn't work. It only works to a point. It only works math. to a point. Yeah, there's a narrow range within. There's a there's a narrow range. It's it's not a narrow range. It's just it's just no. It is a narrow range, and then at the point where it stops working, then they just say, "Oh, we'll invent a new math." It's then you go into theoretical mathematics. I hate math. Well, I'm going to have to defend my friend Nathan, who has uh, he's the smartest of my friends, who has uh, his. Theoretical mathematics PhD. It's all theoretical. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's not theoretical. That bad math he did when it came to having sex. He's got two kids. Two more than he should have had. I mean, that's Listen, true. I love Nathan. I would say that if he's here, but I, I love Nathan. That was a joke. I'm sure he understood that. He probably Mathematics is a big part of my degree and a big part of my field. What I do, <clears throat> and I hate it. Data is a huge part of my job, and Sweet. a lot of my job is manipulating data, which makes me think that all math is fake too. It is fake. <laughs> math itself is not is no more fake than any other construct. It's just, but but you, but it's actually more real because physical, like applied mathematics, physics, all that stuff, you can see, you can have it represented in the world. 
which you can't see right now, uh, Tristan, maybe you can, is Nick is blazingly Googling math is fake, fake math. Math is probably typed in math is gay. Just in, <laughs> in, in the world that we live in right now, where it is par for the course to call something that is well-established fake. No, don't, don't do that. We're not getting into that. <laughs> I'm just saying it's, it might be good to throw some disclaimers out there. We're doing, this is all a bit. Okay. Thank you. But it Maybe is me, fake. But... It is fake. Wait, My Nick, wife studied that? mathematics. Are you doing that school? Thing? Nick, you're doing that thing where like you sound like you're like, I have a friend who does math. Huh? You're doing the things like, I know a dude who does math. No, and she explained it to me and then it made me mad. What's uh what's the famous mathematician that hated you God? Are, are you seriously fucking asking Tristan and I who the famous mathematician is, Nick? The famous mathematician that hated God. Dawkins? You're gonna have to be a bit yeah, more specific. Uh, that. World. That's not, Carl Sagan didn't hate God. No. That's who wrote Demon Haunted World, Nick. Oh, is it? Yeah. Are you talking about oh. Richard Dawkins? Or Christopher no, Dawkins? he was Christopher like 1800s. Hutchinson? 1800s. Bertrand Russell? Yes, Bertrand Russell. Early 1900s. He, Bertrand Russell also hated the fact that math was built on just, uh, it was, it's just, there's, there's a handful of axioms on which all mathematics are built. And it's just, uh, you, you can't do math unless you just agree that these things are true. Look, Lorenzo has been posting Instagram videos of him working in a lab. So I'm assuming he does math. Lorenzo, please chime in. Math is no more true. I do math. It's no more true than, than language. I do math. I do math. It's I no more true than language. It's just made yeah, up. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's fair because language is like, we use it. We see it. We can, we can talk like that's, that's how we communicate. So that's fair, but it, it's effective it's, to some degree. All the beautiful things you can do with language, and this is what we choose to do with it. It's effective to a lot of degrees. That's uh, that's how we're able to do this right now is because of thousands of years of fucking mathematics. Like, I don't understand this position. I it, hate it. It, it, it angers me sense. how frustrated, like, like <laughs> it's just such a frustrating position because we have, we have thousands of years of progress because math. of mathematics. I'm not I'm a I'm an idiot, and I hate math because I'm bad at it. But I can still I can still draw that line and see like how progress has been made. I would argue that a lot of our technological progress, especially in the last seventy years, has been us and our ability to reverse engineer technology, not of this world. <laughs> Boy, I wonder what that involves. If true. Probably a bunch of fucking math. I know it involves math. I just don't like it. I don't like. <laughs> That's not the same thing. I don't That's like not the same thing. That the whole thing is a house of cards. But it's not because we know how the house of cards is built. And we I, know right. where the foundation of the cards it's is. It's still a house of cards. It's no more real than language. That's not true. <laughs> yes, that means it is. That your physical house is a house of cards because it was built with math. Like that doesn't make any sense. Math, mathematics, they, they apply applied mathematics. It's got a starting point and it's got an ending point. And the ending point at which it stops being effective, they just have to create a new math because it Nick. stops working because it's made up. And but that's fine because we have a whole lot of very useful mathematics. This is going to sound like I'm patronizing. Yeah, and language is useful too. Yes, it is. <laughs> guys, guys, for a second, hold on. And it's, it's made up. 
It's going to feel like I'm being mean to Nick when I'm about to say what I'm going to say, but I promise it's got nothing to do with what we're talking about, nor the tone of his voice, nor the volume of his voice. Nick, could you turn your microphone down just a tad? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. It's got nothing to do with what he said. <laughs> could you turn your microphone down just a little bit? I want you to be passionate. I want you to scream, but I, I, want, I want everybody to hear your gibberish. Look, the fact is, <laughs> is that, that it troubles me that it troubles me that number one, all of math. I just wish it wasn't true that all of math. I just first. I just wish it wasn't true. Is built on these presuppositions. Look, I just the the fact is, I had a you just you just I had a lot of faith in math, and I just assumed that it was true because it's effective. I assumed it was true and it's not. And that really troubles me. And I do not like that. But Nick, you you dug yourself yourself a hole kind of with that very first statement where you said, I'm mad because it's not true. Yeah. That's why most of these things, and Nick, I know you know this. It's true sometimes. Because you're a science guy, they're based in theories. And they're, they're theories until they get proven incorrect. So if you want to be the anti-math guy, then go disprove it. You want to be I don't have to. It's already been disproven. But it's not the because the theories still work for, for applied mathematics and physics and stuff. It's all been proven to be fairly accurate. Range. And it's accurate at predicting the, like those results. And it's until accurate it, within a range. And until it doesn't, then it's still a I feel valid like theory. We're having the smartest and the dumbest conversation <laughs> at the same time. I I just I feel let down. Let's, I just feel let down. Nick, as someone who's recently realized what's really <clears throat> what existence really is, um, you gotta stop having expectations of anything. I you know, I grew up hearing those things like like uh, uh, the universe is a language written by God and mathematics, or the universe is a book written by God and languages is mathematics. Thinking Dude, that, like, there was something in a hobby lobby. What the fuck is that? I've never heard that before in my entire life. Uh, I can't remember who said that. Some Somebody's science cool. bitch, Some- but <laughs> but I, I, I just assumed I, I, I just had this sort of. I guess blind faith in mathematics. And then whenever Tressa started explaining to me how many different kinds of maths there are and how they only work within this sort of band of, now she loves it, but when she started explaining to me, it just, my whole view of mathematics started to crumble and it was so heartbreaking for me. Can I give you guys a real sad but funny story maybe? What? Uh, my senior year of high school, I had decided that I was just not going to pass my math class, that I was just going to take it in summer school after I graduated high school. That was my plan. 12th grade, my 12th, 12th grade year, I was like, fuck this. I don't care about math. I'm not concerned with math. Uh, I'm just going to show up, be fine, and then graduate high school and then spend three weeks, spend six weeks and three hours a day, Monday through Friday, just paying for my fucking D, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you feel like you really needed to use it and you could just make something up. Let me tell you what ended up happening. So senior year of college or senior year of high school, you're doing algebra two. And they introduced something called all real numbers. Yeah. And then they introduced something called imaginary numbers. Which is a misnomer because they're all imaginary. Well, let me get to what I was Let me guess what I was saying, Nick. When I found out that I could put equal sign with the line through it that does not equal and then put the imaginary number sign and get half credit, 
<laughs> this isn't a joke. This is not a bit. This is not a joke. This is not a bit. Every math test, every assignment I got my senior year of math, I either put all real numbers, depending on the chapter, or I put does not equal an imaginary number. <laughs> and I got half credit on everything. And how'd you do? I got 50%. Or give or take, you know, sometimes I score a little higher if I figure something out, but there were times when I would hand my teach my, I would hand my teacher, my homework and she would write, she wouldn't even look at it. She would just write 50%, put it in her book and hand it back to me. Her name was Miss Grace. She was, she was beautiful. I had a huge crush on her my freshman year. She got married in between the time I got to take her class again, my senior year. And she treated me as if we hadn't grown a blossoming relationship my freshman year when I'd actually tried. You mean she treated you with the same indifference that you treated your tests <laughs> as a teaching, as an educational professional, it's not her job. It's not my job to inspire her. And it's not her job to have a, a loving relationship with you either. Agree to disagree. Agree to kiss. Agree. I would have kissed her on her fucking mouth. Yeah, that's probably a problem. <clears throat> She's married because she, loves yeah, her. exactly. For her, like, what the fuck's, her? yeah, because she'd kiss me and then be like, My whole life's a lie. I got to kiss this 17 year old for the rest of my life. If she, oh, I gotta go mouth, be on the news, excuse me, be on my goose. That's my dick, but not now because it doesn't get hard. So, um, <laughs> I just thought like that'd be a fun anecdote for your guys' uh, uh, 15 minute math session you guys just had where you guys yelled. You got what you guys don't understand is you guys are having a discussion that I've had in my brain of like, this isn't real. I don't fucking need this. And the other side of my brain is like, but you do need this because you have to apply it in reality. It brings up an important point. It's a fucking stupid conversation, <laughs> but it brings up a good point about the being cautious about being overly dogmatic about anything because we're in a perpetual state of learning. So don't are you just, saying being dogmatic by, by accepting maths? Yes. Cause you can apply that to anything because once you, thought, thought once you start seeing, <laughs> once you start seeing the cracks in things, then your whole, your whole uh, concept of it can just crumble so just, you know, be open, be open to new information. I am not, I am not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. I'm just expressing my Still frustration. Still a thing I don't understand. I'm just expressing my frustration and disappointment whenever I discovered that, I'm just trying to communicate my disillusionment with mathematics. Whenever I found out that, it just, is a hundred percent a construct and that it only works if you agree on certain dude, you're treating math like a four-year-old treats santa claus what the fuck i know <laughs> I, I, I just imagine that you i just see you in like this awful tux and corsage standing outside the door of math and math stood, just me fucking up. stood you up for prom math stood me up math made me its bitch and then Nick did some math. He's like, one plus zero is. And I thought, <laughs> I thought we were going to be here at eight. And then math was like, time is a construct. I was like, okay, we can't. We don't have time for that. <laughs> also, math is an art. It is not a hard science, and I will never trust it again. 
This this is this has been riveting. <laughs> this it is hasn't. I, it hasn't. This is how I feel like this is like I now I can observe like, oh, this is what I think arguing with me must be like. And I think it's enjoyable. So I think you guys should do more of it. What are some other things you guys disagree on? Well, here it is. Patrick, here it is. put on your shoes. I don't want to put on my shoes. My You're not going to make me time. You're not going to make me time. I'm going to nod him and tuck the laces. You're not going to make me time. Bertrand Russell was also frustrated by, with it. And, and so he came up with something called the axiom of reducibility. Because he was troubled by all the contradictions. Well, he's a philosopher. He's not a mathematician. Man. Yes, he was. <laughs> Bertrand Russell? Yes, he was a famous mathematician. I keep thinking about that Kurt Cameron thing where he holds up a banana and he's like, this is an atheist's worst nightmare. And like, I'm now picturing you holding up a calculator and be like, this is a mathematician's worst nightmare. And then you just like throw it in a river. I've heard, I've heard of that. I've not actually listened to that. That sounds fucking stupid. Yeah. But... It's an atheist's worst nightmare. I think he's trying to insinuate that like the banana's ability to like grow an outer shell is is a defense he's taking away that it's possibly years and years of evolution just going like god god saw a squishy tree and went you know what those squishies need to be not so squishy or i gotta build them armor and he did uh, yeah i think he taught i think he taught mathematics in cambridge f- fucking brain hurt Jesus. that's in england that doesn't even count as america <laughs> that's correct <laughs> But it kind of doesn't matter because it's just a construct. Uh, well, so uh, his. Oh my God! One, now, his, now his, just googling shit. His number one listing is British philosopher, so that debunks anything else he's ever done. It doesn't because number one doesn't mean it's on top because that's just a theoretical uh, ranking of someone's importance of him. No, this is this yeah. is a this is a Google search. So. And how do you how does Google rank which was most important in his career? Uh, it, it asks his it asks his, its mom and then no it uses maths if you could destroy if you could describe bertrand in one thing what would it be she was like famous english philosopher not mathematician because math is fake uh let's see so is philosophy absolutely we don't have time for that conversation you know how many philosophy majors i know who make coffee all of them philosopher lo- logician that see I've never heard that. I've never heard of a logician. That just okay. that just sounds sounds. I mean, that just makes it sound like you're a magician with bullshit. No, like, no, logic. Logic is like the most fundamental of the maths. Uh oh, that sounds ridiculous. Tristan, go in. Uh, I thought I thought we were I thought we were deconstructing all of math. So no, it's it doesn't not. use sit theory. Yeah, I mean, it's already it's already. That is that is deconstructed. That's the Nick, most. I think you, I think you should work on the sit, math. The, the sit and spin theory. Go is logic. <laughs> so I'd, I'd prefer to uh, <laughs> shut up, Rico. Uh, I I would be not offended at all if we didn't talk about as uh, these dumb fucks who died two hundred years ago. <laughs> these super <laughs> science bitches. Now that's hmm. Wow, he lived to be 98. Emily gets upset whenever she talks about philosophers, and I go, yeah, but they fuck kids. And then she's just, like, done with having a conversation with me about it. Whenever she starts talking about Greek philosophers, I'm like, yeah, but they used to rub their dicks in between the creases in the back of their knees, right? She goes, that was it. Oh, and I was like, you are a, you were the epitome of a victim blamer. Like, you were just, like. Hold like, on, I missed a part of that. What? When Emily and her brother are very, very into <laughs> I'm not. 
Because I think that if you can't do something yourself, then you have a low sense of self and you don't need to rely on other people from a time that doesn't exist before the issues you're running with should have any fucking sway on how you decide to handle that situation. That's just me. Shoot, hold, hold on a second. I'll be, okay. I'll be right back. Okay, <clears throat> but Emily and her brother will have like, conversations about philosophy and like they'll try to get me involved and I'll just be like, yeah, I'm not taking advice from anybody who just like fucked the back of kids' knees. Or like, what is that about? What? That's a thing. Look up philosophers. That was a thing that man on boy sex was a thing back then. And they wouldn't penetrate the boys. They would just have the boys make creases in their body and they'd rub their dicks in between them. That was a philosophy thing? It's what philo- it's what a lot of the philosophers did. It's what men of power did back then. Okay. So not philosophers, just No, 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 no. But, but philosophers were the ones who would like bring boys in under their wing and like give them the teachings philosophers justified it through philosophy uh yeah i think you i think that you find the most absurd points within a subject yes just to be obstinate about it for the purpose of being obstinate about it could you could you explain what obstinate means? X equals X does not equal I. Like you just you find the thing that mm, gives you an out. You find sounds the thing, like an imaginary number. You find the thing that gives you an out, <coughs> yes. and you're like, uh, well, <laughs> excuse me, this, <laughs> and then you just do that every time. Yeah, I've been doing that a lot with Nancy Pelosi because everybody's talking about how great she is. And I'm kind of like, yeah, she's really good. And then the day before the uh, the new uh, power and energy stuff got signed, she bought a million dollars in Tesla stock. I don't, yeah. I'm, and I'm just like, and everybody's like, well, and I'm like, no, 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 fucking knock it off. I was like, she, she's just like everyone else. But I don't want to talk politics. She don't want to talk politics. Emily started yelling at me about that. And I was like, yeah, she has millions of dollars. So instead of using that millions of dollars to make more millions of dollars, she could have put that back into her state's economy and tried to help people. But she didn't. She did for self, which is what everyone should do. But we should stop putting people on a pedestal and expecting different average politicians. I don't want to get into it. You, you just had a hold like two minutes. I know. Rant. I but know. No, no, Nancy Pelosi is garbage. But anyway. Um, yeah, but then boobs, dude. Let's be real. She got some no. like hound dogs, dog. Shut the fuck up, Patrick. <laughs> Boobs are a construct. God. You, I've never been more upset with you in my entire fucking life. That is, what did you just say to me? Did you just say boobs aren't real? I said boobs are a construct. Boobs are a, very real. Boobs are, are incredible. Boobs can be real. Boobs can be, boobs are yeah. that can be fake and still be real. Am I right, boys? Mm, I disagree. What what then what else can be fake and real at the same time? Math, Nick, am I with you? I'm on your side now. <laughs> Math is fake. It can be effective. Dude, we're we're just we're chasing our own tail with this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've said my piece about math. Do you guys want to read an email from Lorenzo? Please. You can't argue that I'm not disappointed that I found out that that math is built on a house what is this oh that math is is built on a house of cards it's a it's a shaky foundation logic's not but math is Log, logic is not logic is like the most fundamental of of the maths lo, lo, i mean well wait, i take wait, that back wait. i take that logic back logic is, is logic is 
Huh? Wait, 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 wait. Did lot you did you just math is just lot math is logic. But you said logic was real. I take that back. So that would make math real. Mm. See, I now I don't know. No, wouldn't. Listen to. No, wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know if I should listen to Nick now or Nick from ten minutes ago. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Nick, are you a slowly slide in between the big toe and the little toe? Because you sound like you're flip flopping around, buddy. <laughs> it just bothers me. I had a lot of faith in it. I assumed that it was real. But, but just because, just because, it's real until it's not. It's still real to me. Just because it's accurate until it's not. Let me it's say a, that. It's a constant. It's a constant journey to try to learn the best way to represent these things. It's if not. We were in it's a not car, being deceptive. Drive into a wall. It's like it's not being deceptive. It's not trying to deceive anybody. It's just what it is. Like I don't try to deceive you and say you're going to use half that shit. That's statisticians. Oh, I thought, I thought you were talking about something else. But yeah, status, statisticians no. and stuff try to de- like. Oh, math or, is not deceitful. The salespeople are deceitful. Hey, you should. Hammer's not up. deceitful. If you say you can buy this hammer, here's this hammer, and you're going to waste all this time learning about this hammer, and it can not only build a house, but it can also, it can also, I don't know make you fly and then you find out that it can't make you fly it's it's reasonable to be upset but it still helps you build that house pretty well it does and it doesn't mean that to a degree it doesn't mean that the house is fake once you built it like it, it's all it has very real and important foundations and you shouldn't throw everything else out anyway thor's hammer helps you fly the whole thing falls apart yes i mean that that's that's where you get into like theoretical math. Well, nobody told me there's that. Mule, because there's Mjolnir. Nick, nobody beef, told me. Your beef isn't with math; it's with your fucking teachers, man. Like, what are you fucking? Yeah, math no, it's with about? the salespeople. You're calling math teachers salespeople? I I'm love calling that. out. Talk about I'm calling out big math. You should. They should have told us. They should have told us that the whole thing is built on certain certain axioms that we don't know are true. I had should have told us that, and he never told us that. Kids are fucking dumb, okay? Like, I was a kid. I'm still fucking dumb. Like, it it, it gets hard enough because you have people like Patrick who will just put X equal does not equal I. Why did I get fucking thrown into this? (laughs) Because (laughs) imagine, imagine if high school teachers just actually told kids, by the way, all of these are just constructs, they're theories. We're just trying to make do with what we have right now. Patrick will be put on his test. This shit's fake. Can I can I defend myself, please? No. Okay. <laughs> like if you went out and actually told people, like it's once you start getting into it further and further, like with any science, you start to see that they're all just kind of it's it's just a construct. Tr- Tristan, you don't put that out on Front Street. I actually have a, I have a I have a real life application of what you just said. Go for they it. They should have put it on Front Street. In in high school, I took geometry in summer school. I took summer school three years of high school. Um, I took geometry in summer school again, paying for my D. And the teacher, the first day, he said, "I'm just gonna." He, in this Tristan, he said, "Just gonna let you guys all know." Um, a lot of you are probably thinking like, "He's like, this isn't like English." This isn't like science. This isn't like uh, like some of your uh, a writing class. Um, this is geometry. This is a very concentrated thing. It's part of your curriculum, so you have to take this class. But I want everyone to know that 99% of you are never going to use this. 
Um, this is solely part of the curriculum and it's my job to make sure you understand the basics. And then us, and when I, and I had a teacher, <clears throat> I had a German teacher who said, you're never going to use this unless you're going to go to Germany. Those classes where I had teacher just- Was that ever a question? Yeah, no, you'd be surprised. Um, if you go to Germany or you go to the dentist. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a nice pull, Nick. That deserves credit. Yeah. Uh, when I, uh, when I had teachers who straight up told me like, you're probably never going to use this. I did better. Cause I was like, all right, cool. This is just a task. Now this is a task. This isn't something I need to feel pressure to know how to do. This is just, we need you to know how to do this. So you can get out that, of here and do something else. It's because you were oppositional defiant. That's why <laughs> you was, was dude. The was not, in the past is currently now. Yeah. How dare you say me? How dare you claim the blade has gone dull? So like, that's not, it's not because of that is because he left it up to you and didn't directly tell you something. He was yeah. just like, you know, you're probably not going to use it. You're like, Oh, I can choose to do this and it's fine. Mm -hmm. So that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Look, we all it's know just that you being obstinate. When you, when you tell me I have to do something, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. We're agreeing. <laughs> Good. We're agreeing. Let's that, emails. That has I'm nothing to do. Now they're all on the same page. We all agree that uh, I, I, that everything's fine. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to screw about math anymore because one, I don't really have any input. I hate the last twenty-five minutes. <laughs> Just so we're all clear, I am anti-math. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Also, don't like most art. Don't at me. Wait, hold on. Let's let's do that last one. What and I hate say? dancing. Do you know that? Yeah, I know. I know. You hate art? Did you say you hate art? I hate most art. Okay, let's give some examples because I'm into this one, Tristan. Let's hear. Let's hear this. I just mm. they do it wrong. They use too many colors. <laughs> the shapes are too complicated. Specifically, I just don't like it. There's only twelve colors, and <laughs> a lot of these other things use too many. If I can't get it for a buck fifty in a box of sixty-four rose arts, it ain't a color to me. Damn it! <laughs> Is that how you feel, Nick? <laughs> I just don't like a lot of it. And I didn't realize that until I was older. Well, I, got, I, mean, I got a story. I got a story for you. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So, so I am at a, um, hold on I'm one second. Ice. I don't want to interrupt you, but I have to interrupt you. Tristan, how awake, how long have you been awake before you started podcasting today? Before I started? Yeah. Uh, 20 minutes, 30 so minutes. First, so for the first hour of your day, you spent, you woke up and spent 45 minutes screaming about math. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to like talk about all I've done, but like, I don't sleep very much anymore. Like I've got, I like, I fixed a guitar head. I've been trying to repair guitars. I've been trying to get the perfect tone with all three of my setups, played with guitar pedals, went and got coffee. I did all this kind of stuff. And I, I'm, I don't think I was prepared to have a conversation like you two were having. So what I'm saying, Tristan, is your ability to get out of bed, wipe the sleep out of your eyes for 20 minutes, hop on this and have a, an actual conversation. I'll be, at a I'll be at a screaming match. I'm goddamn <laughs> impressed. Just, just so we're clear, it's technically it's maths because uh, we were talking about more than one type of math. Mathematics. Okay, so I met this... I met this uh, ISO, uh, ISO lead auditor training. And, uh, uh, I'm eating, I'm eating lunch with the, uh, the guy that does the training Okay. and he's, he's talking about, uh, taking a trip. So he took a trip, uh, like down the coast from Boogie Boogie from land down the coast, to, down one one down California through California. Wait, 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 you had to go out of town for this? Do what? When was this? 
I don't know, like two, three years ago. Oh, okay. And uh, and so anyway, he's showing me some pictures, and it's it's beautiful, right? He's showing me some pictures, and then he shows me this thing, and it's uh, it's a big um, like stone carved stone uh, circle with like a hole in it, so like a big lifesaver, like carved out of granite, right? And um, and so he shows it to me, and he's That's like, a cute he's dog, like, man. I can't. I'm, I'm Nick. I'm listening to you, but man, it is a cute dog. <laughs> like Tristan's got his dog on camera. So so uh, he tells me about it, and he's like, yeah. And I got to stop and see the uh, you know the blah blah blah. And do you know what my response was? This Wait, was what my, was the what was the blah blah blah? Well, I'm getting to that. Oh okay. So I said, I said, wow, that's really cool. What does it do? <laughs> and he goes it's a sculpture (laughs) (laughs) and i didn't i i wasn't embarrassed and that's when i realized that i don't like most art i thought it was stupid i to to your credit uh and I think it was cool. To I see. think think you're going to find the the court of public opinion in your favor. It, art is subjective, so that is totally okay. It is subjective. Do you not like art because you are you one of those guys who like when you see something that you could do, you're not impressed by it? No, no, no. I mean, I I, I love I. There there is a lot of art that I love. It's just funny because I I, I always kind of thought of myself as kind of artistic. And as I started to discover more, I mean, if you drop that R, I'd 100% agree with you. (laughs) As I started to discover more and more art, I realized that most of it I don't like. I really don't like. So, did you walk around a museum just like, ugh? ugh. Uh, An art museum, yeah. I mean, I I don't, I, I don't really have a. As the one who doesn't like anything, how did that happen? Like I've realized, like in my life, I don't know. I've always gotten pegged as like the guy who doesn't like anything. Is like, no, no, I love like ninety percent of things, but there's like ten percent of things that like I just have a strong disdain for. Nick is Nick hates art. Nick doesn't like math. Well, Dancing. that's only he hates to be dance. fair. That's only been within the past couple of years. Before that, like- before that, you hated a lot more and a lot more frequently. Yeah, that's true. You're fair. Okay, I, I just. I always thought of myself as the guy that kind of likes everything. And I, cause I've I was interested thought, in it. I've never thought that about you, Nick. When I first met you, I knew that you, what you fucking talking about. <laughs> what are you fucking talking about, man? I was an angry serious? kid. Yeah, I was an angry kid. You were like the angriest fucking kid. And you think that you lived a life where you liked most things. Well, two it, things I knew about you were you talking about two things you would never do. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I just thought, I thought I liked art and it turns out that I don't like a lot of it. Wait, you can still like art and just not like. I don't want to go to a sculpture garden. I don't give a fuck about that. I don't give a shit about that. But I like some of it. But I mean, it's, just, it's, cool it's too many colors. Too many colors. It's too complicated. It's, it's not Dude. beige enough. I like. Nick, Nick here. Did point you know that was life. my favorite color when I was a kid? Yes. I'm serious. I painted. You, you my mentioned room. it, and it it is just as I, depressing to hear it the second time. I painted my room beige. Nick, you're this is really, my favorite color. You're moving to that territory of your life where your old man yells at clouds. <laughs> I love beige. I wanted to be a potato when I grew up. Just, <laughs> just sounded exciting to me. 
<laughs> yeah, man, Nick, you're not even a lump on a log. You're just kind of like, you're just like. <laughs> well, I just. I'd prefer not. Yeah, it's instead funny. of a lump these on are, a log, are... Nick's a spud in the mud. That's what he's saying. These are things that I've discovered that my brain does, does or likes or doesn't like. It's not me. Yeah, but you're married. That's so funny to me because like you're married to an artist. <laughs> like, you're and, married and, to someone and her work is garbage. <laughs> and, <laughs> and mathematician. Oh, are you projecting, Nick? Huh? Are you projecting? No, I just found that I've as, as she's explained more to me about it and I've been exposed to more about math and about art, I've realized that, that I didn't it's feel the way about it that I thought I did. Do you think that because within creating art itself, there is a large amount of math that you either subconsciously or that you subconsciously have to encounter? And if you do with? the shitty art, like music, because music is math, Nick. Hmm? <laughs> music is math, dude. If you do shitty music, <laughs> the no, fret, no. the fretboard itself and notes are math, Nick. I don't get me on music theory. Don't get me into music theory because it's not music fact. It takes the fun out of it. It makes it not fun anymore. There's nothing okay, to I'll discover. Give you that. I will give you that. Yes, yes, it does. When you, but when that's you can find like, oh, that's that's literally. I'm not, no, I'm not giving that to him because that's I was, literally any subject. I was going to offer the. I was going to offer the median position on that. It takes the awe out of it. There's nothing to discover. Okay, I will give Nick that. Tristan, if you know what every single note on the fretboard of a guitar corresponds with the other note and know exactly where to go wherever your hand is, I could see how that could take all the fun out of learning how to play a song or creating something. Right, Nick? I've heard that so many times from people who study music whenever they go to school. Yeah, you learn to not like it because you learn to you learn how when you learn how the sausage is made in a creative thing, it takes it can take away the creative the feeling you get when you create something. You're like, let me ask you a question. I didn't create that. I just followed a formula. Is that what was you're Weezer better before or after he got a degree in music theory from Harvard? We're not. You can't use anecdotal evidence. Especially. You can use Especially anecdotal evidence to to get you to a point where the other person can understand your argument. Especially that one. That they've they've always been bad. Oh, you don't like Weezer? No. But oh well, never mind then. But the, then the, doesn't work. the larger issue is that that is the problem with literally every subject is that the more you know about it, like the, the easier, less exciting it gets. Yeah, it's less exciting. It takes the wonder. It sucks the wonder out of it. Yeah, because you're replacing the wonder with, with knowing. Knowledge. Instead of discovery. I agree with Nick on music theory. I don't think it's bullshit, but I could but I do understand that if you know too much about it, it takes the fun out of it. It could it could take the fun out of it. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I don't doubt that. That's that's just how humans are. And you know, I started sure. learning about music theory and it started to make it stop it stopped being fun yeah. and so i quit when you know that five goes to ten which goes to the open which can go to a three tablature wise you're just kind of like i don't want to i don't want to know this i don't want to know this i want to be able to i want to be able to create it and be like oh that's cool i figured it out i don't want to look at it and go exactly to know where it goes right just like if i could go back in time to a world where i didn't know that math was bullshit i would because I, because I lost my sense of wonder and awe. It was heartbreaking. Can I, can I tell it was you a heartbreaking favorite, moment for me. My favorite part of what you're talking about, Nick. I need some nitrous. <laughs> you mentioned Weezer, right? I need nitrous so I can go into the timescape and just, go back. Just, 
before get a, before the great awakening. <laughs> so I work with people who are probably like five to six years younger than me. Um, even, even so like some like 10 at this point. Um, and, uh, one, somebody in a meeting said Weezer and one of the younger guys went that Beverly Hills band. And I went, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I the like Beverly, Weezer. The Beverly Hills band. And then people who were my age were like, no, no, no. The sweater song Pinkerton. And I'm like, are bad. They've always been bad. And time has shown us that it's bad. No, man. Those first couple albums were good. I understand music is subjective. I can get with a couple songs on the Blue Album, but I have never understood the allure of Weezer. It's never fucking grabbed me. To me, it's always been borderline dad rock. I've never fucking liked it. I've seen them, and I'll say this. When I saw them, they played the hits. They didn't bother playing all the fucking hash pipe bullshit. It's like Coldplay. It was like pre-Coldplay. Everybody kind of has to like it. I, I do like a lot of Coldplay stuff. Not the Beatles album that Coldplay did non-fucking-stop at the tattoo shop. That fucking... I hated that album, but... First and that Let's Take It Back to the Start resonates with me because I wish I could go back to a time <laughs> in which I trusted math before it let me down. A time before I knew anything and I was a big, dumb baby and I just... Everything... Okay, okay. now you're being mean. Now you're being mean. <laughs> yeah. No, because, no, because like... That's, it's just called Nick a big dumb baby. No, that's because nice, that's that's Kristen. no. If you go back to the time, like babies are the happiest fucking people you'll ever fucking meet. The ones yeah. that are crying all the time. Yeah, and then they have life happen to them, and then it's a mess. And then they're statistically probably molested, and statistically Look, even more by someone. I you know. I can empathize. I would I would love to be happy again. <laughs> I but, molested. You know what? <laughs> that's what nick just said i was just repeating, out i was just repeating a stat he made up okay guys let's let's fucking let's 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 switch gears as much as i as much as i love this <clears throat> i want to i want to get into this email from lorenzo because i think it could be something that we could all engage in and would have a fun time you guys cool with that uh yeah uh, you go ahead and get started i'll be right back all right God answers emails, we answer emails, send us your questions, please. I did it. First try. I know, I did first try. That's pretty good. I can't read this email until Nick comes back. Hey, but now that he's not here, Weezer sucks, right? I mean, either a few there's songs that I like. It's fine. I, I I'm not a person to ask about music stuff because I don't actively seek it out. But if I hear something that I like, I I will like add it to my playlist or something. Right. But I generally don't have much of an opportunity to listen to stuff because I got I don't like sit aside time to just listen to music. So right. like I'm, I'll listen to something if I'm on a drive or something. What I loved about that moment is like when that guy was like, oh, the Beverly Hills band. It reminded me of the time uh, <clears throat> I didn't know a lot about Metallica growing up because no one I no one I hung out with listened to them. And then like somebody was like, do you like Metallica? And I was like, no, man, that shit sucks. They're like, what? I was like, give me fuel, give me fire. And I was making fun of that. And they were like, you know, they have more albums, right? And I was like, look, man, all I know is that load and reload bullshit. And they were just kind of like, yeah, here's some things. And then like, 
within like three months, I was like, Oh, it's different. Okay. I get it now. Okay. I get it. I get it. This was, this was the bullshit. Okay. I understand. But I don't feel like if I gave that kid the blue album Pinkerton, he'd be like, yeah, this sucks. And I'd be like, you're right. I could see why, or like, I could see why you think that I could see why you don't like it. Mm-hmm. he's not mumbling or getting million dollar jewels implanted in his forehead. That's the thing a rapper did this week. A million dollars, $23 million gemstone or diamond. Just was got, si- just a single one guy got implanted into his forehead. Why? Wait, he, he weird. fucking visioned himself. He gave himself a mind stone. Yeah, dude. What? Yeah. I don't look. I don't know why you put all your eggs in one basket. Anyway, honestly, that just gives somebody an opportunity to Thanos you and just pinch yeah. it right off. Pull your fucking face off. Diversify. Yeah, just should have been uh, spread across like forty gems across <laughs> his face. Diversify your funds. So here's what we got, guys. So last week we did our hundredth uh, in our hundred episode. It was a live episode. It was a total blast. Um, everybody who showed up, thank you so much. Um, and, and Lorenzo has sent us an email um, following uh, the episode we had. Do uh, one of you guys want to read this? Go for it. I'm trying to get Rico to leave me the fuck alone. Nick, can you see the screen? Uh-uh. Okay, cool. I'll share it with you, buddy. Do you want to read it? Can't see it. Oh. There what it is. Now? Can you guys see it? Yeah. Cool. Do you want me to read it? Do you want? Or are you are you waiting on me? Yeah, if you want to read it, knock yourself out. Okay. Night riders unite and witness me. Assuming permission is granted, I'd like to I'd like to say the live episode was quite a blast. And yet is there a way you could zoom in a bit? Oh man, my bad. Oh, we're zooming in right now, but uh Nick. You Son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm not a great. I'm not great at uh, reading. I'm not a good reader. Well, language is fake. God damn it! We're not doing this. It is fake. <laughs> Can you see it? Yeah. Cool. It's not fake. It's just made up. God damn okay. it! You guys. <laughs> Night riders unite and witness me. Assuming permission is granted, I'd like to say the live episode was quite a blast. And yes, Patrick, I know I was late, but as a lab teacher, was marking papers and lost track of time, but also technology is a bitch. Also as a teacher with the whole teaching and sucking dick for two hours epiphany you had, I can safely say you're probably right. Guess the devil's going to have to wait for me to finish my quota. Do you know about that Tristan? Uh, No, refresh me. Well, I love the devil and the devil loves dicks. So if you love the devil, devil, then suck suck on your dicks. I don't. That was a. That was a. Was Nick started this chant when we started doing through being cool, where he would randomly, while we were talking, start. We for some reason on a mic check one time. I think that's the origin of it. Joe Lorenzo, correct me. Nick started laughing to himself, and I went, "What?" And he goes, "If you love the devil, the de- or if you love the devil, the devil loves dick. So if you love the devil, suck." And then the number's never the same. Dicks. It's never the same. Um, so- so if you if you love metal or if you hate if you don't like god then god loves heterosexuals and so if you love the devil then you should suck 47 dicks 
It became okay. this weird. I love mouth. the devil. The devil loves dicks. If you love the devil, then suck two dicks. Yeah, it's this weird, like almost like this oral-based uh, hail mary thing that Nick has going on the music. <laughs> well, I, I'd say it's pretty. Yeah, definitely oral. Yeah, it hasn't popped up in a bit, so it was kind of interesting. Like, it came up on the live call, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's right. That is the thing we used to do." I, <laughs> I just completely forgot about it. I can see yeah. the logic in that, though. That's yeah, the reference. Um, guess the devil's gonna have to wait for me to finish my quota. For my current research, I literally put mollusk shit in the oven to dry and weigh. So the idea of Nick grabbing a log and making stew out of it doesn't <laughs> seem too far of a stretch for me. To me, that's hilarious. I uh, I do that or did that. I put together a method to do that with um, uh, talc. Just uh, that's just for Lorenzo in order to to make sure that the concentration was was appropriate. It's kind of interesting. I don't know. For, did, you measure, for any, did did you measure it like with numbers and stuff? Yeah, and it worked for for uh, for that window. Okay. Um. But it did work, though. It did work, yeah. Okay. At the time. Uh, before before the call, I had this mental image. Of, so I'm just curious, Lorenzo, um, what what are you, like, why are you, I'm hoping you can enlighten this. I'm not, I'm not being a, an asshole. I realize what my tone sounds like right now, um, which I usually don't. But I'm curious, I am sincerely curious about what, why are you measuring the weight of the mollusk shit? Because I'd like to know. Like what do you what do you what do you want to know that for? I want to know what a like. Are you studying mollusks like. specifically, or are you studying shit like ocean shit? Well, he's not going to respond. Right? He's not going to respond right now, uh, Lorenzo. <laughs> so he said before the call, I had this mental image of what Nick and Tristan look look like looked like. Was I wrong? Yes. Was I disappointed? Nah. Was I confused? Hell yes. Hearing a voice come out from a person whose face you don't associate it with is bonkers. Also, the coffee hadn't kicked in yet, so I was thoroughly confused all throughout. I have this theory that Nick and Tristan's faces are beyond comprehension, and everybody has a different <laughs> mental image of them. It could be true. Who knows? It's Next Zoom call, their faces may be different. And I'll be like, cool. <laughs> I mean, that's my favorite part of this is like in his mind, we could just put two other people in here, say Nick and Tristan and Lorenzo would go like, all right. All right. <laughs> I mean, that that's potentially true. We it could, could be. We could look different to everybody. It's not like we we don't take running assessments of what we think other people look like. You uh, know how like when you hear your own voice on a recording, you go back and listen to it and you're like, I don't sound like that. Yeah, it's wrong. All of them are wrong. So yeah. it could be, it could be that our face doesn't actually look like what we think our face looks like. No, I, I get that though. I'm, Especially if you have face blindness. I'm uh, prosopagnesia. Is that? Uh, you Damn it. I don't know. Next change its background. Uh, don't worry, it's not real. So <laughs> yeah, prosopagnesia. That's when you can't you can't discern faces. Mm. Oh yeah, that's so weird. Face blindness. Mm -hmm. Um, what's his name? It, I know it happens sometimes after head trauma or like strokes, but um, uh, 
Pendulette thinks that he has it. He said that like if it weren't for like the outfits that she wears or her hairstyle, that he wouldn't recognize his or that he didn't right. He never recognizes his own mom. That's terrifying. Yeah, it's a good is thing it, uh, Teller is. It's a good thing Teller is so short. <laughs> so let's see. But no, I get that. I, I'm I'm disappointed with the way that I look every day too. So I. <laughs> totally understand that well maybe you're maybe you're seeing it wrong that's why that's why we think that you're so sexy no i know you are could it be a form of body dysmorphia okay we uncovering shit now be a form like (laughs) because to me you look like bruce willis with a beard yeah dude you look like bruno that's not true okay that's fine we've been we've told you that for a fucking decade and a half Is it possible that you are handsome and that just you don't think you are? Is it possible that you're Bruce Willis and Tristan is Bruce Willis and you've, <gasps> been, and you've been doing movies the whole time? We could both be Bruce Willis as possible. Did you, I just watched Die Hard for the first time recently. What? And I don't usually like action movies, but that movie is cool. As- Have you ever seen the John Wick movies? No, not yet. Then get off here. Stop this. We're done. This is over. This is irrelevant <laughs> to your day. Like fucking hang up on me. Go do that. Okay, so let's see. Uh, next paragraph. Hey, Joe. Nice seeing you, buddy. Had a look at your Etsy, and damn, are those things swish. I don't know that one. Is either. that a new thing? Who knows? Um, it might be an old thing. I don't know. Yeah, we're, yeah. Not, we're not up on vernacular of the times. Or maybe it's like a New Zealand thing or a professor thing. I mean, I'm assuming it's a basketball reference, like, swish of a basketball. oh yeah like hole in one not a basketball reference i am familiar that what it's called? with the concept of sports like I'm when you fire. i don't know if... boom shakalaka like when you do it and boom it's... shakira yeah <laughs> like like when you when you uh throw the throw the basketball mm-hmm. and it goes in the first time it's yep. like hole in one yep mm-hmm. oh you got it. You're on fire from downtown. NBA Jam. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. A uh, CAB up and start and see you'll unlock uh, Bill Clinton. And, uh, I guess AR. my question is, being a person who's spawned a thing into this world, have you taught your kid to Lego? And have you made him step <laughs> on one to teach him the harsh realities of life as we know it? That's a good idea. Make your kid step on a Lego so he never leaves them out. But that's the thing. I mean, I stepped on small toys and stuff as a kid. But the problem is that you don't have like an extra three feet and like a hundred pounds on you. He should make him smoke a whole carton of Legos to teach him a lesson. (laughs) Because that—that's really the problem. Is is the weight and uh, the force for which a, a larger adult will step on small things. Yeah, man, put, his, put your hands on his shoulders and push him down. <laughs> Make a more weighted blanket. Make him yeah. step on needles and be like, that's what it feels like when I step on your toys. And then punch him in the teeth and go, that's what life is. This is for every one toy I step on, that's one needle in your foot. And then just shave his head forever and go, this is what the future is. <laughs> uh, that's a really funny. That's really funny, Lorenzo. Okay. Uh, and for the three people over there reading this letter, what thing has caused you inscrutable amounts of pain 
And how can you use said thing to make a religion or get Nick to join Scientology? Keep doing what you do. Lorenzo. Quick correction. Um, only one of us is reading it. I am having it read to me. Um, it's easy mistake to make, but <laughs> I have all my letters dictated. I don't know that's not true that you don't have everything that's sent to you set so it's like read to text and you don't read it do you have it, an assistant Tristan? It, it would be a lot more expensive but i don't have a lot of letters sent Tristan, are you tim ferris <laughs> assistant to do all your work are you tim ferris i don't have to answer that uh let's see so to answer lorenzo's question um what thing has caused you inscrutable amounts of pain and how can you use said thing to make a religion or get nick to join scientology first off i nick won't join scientology because he's too aware of what it's really about mm -hmm. that's why we had to make up a religion yeah uh so what i think is just staying on on target here inscru inscrutable amounts of pain dental work for me and i think my experience with nitrous oxide um talking about the timescape i think that could inspire nick to reassess his place in the universe and uh you know either dive farther into um his set how he spends some of his sundays or could make him realize that um we only live in an instant and that to waste time no i'm not going to say waste my time but to spend time trying to find a higher meaning is, is is useless and you should do for self and focus on the now instead of what happens after you die i've been meditating a lot lately and you meditate to dude voices. I don't know how you fucking do that. How, but how the question is, how can you turn your dentist aversion into a religion? That's a good question. Wait, did I answer it? I thought I answered it. No, the, the question is, how can you, yeah, how can you turn your experience at the dentist, the painful ex part of the experience at the dentist into a religion that I would join? or to get nick to or, join scientology so i would just say i will do tooth torture to you unless you join scientology <laughs> that's how i would win that. <laughs> no no that's not a good answer i would use tooth torture until you see god and whether you see god as an actual person or as you see god as yourself and that would whether or not he, whether or not he's pretty or ugly yeah it would fucking rock your world yeah, I mean, a lot about pain is perception. Like Sam Harris talks about the difference, like anxiety right before you're about to go to drop on a roller coaster, like people court that feeling. But physiologically, it's and, and neurologically, because he's a neurologist, is almost the same thing. And just FYI, you can be a philosopher and a neurologist at the same time. Um, because, because a neurologist they you are uh, you know nick that doesn't that logic doesn't add up to me <laughs> uh Ooh. he says that like physiologically and neurology neurologically that they are almost the same experience and so it's just your framing um and so and so it, i think as long as i see is that as long as i see uh the from? pain of uh the tooth torture as a means to an end for me to just to to you know encounter like some some long-term or, or fleeting you know sense of enlightenment then uh yeah maybe i could be talked into it wait is that where the the choking to come thing comes from just the i have no idea man i've tried understanding people who oh. are are into I really that wish that sentence had just stopped after i've tried 
Okay. I've read about it a little bit. Breath play. It, it I, I don't, I don't, I can't understand that. I, I can't understand like painful sex. I don't get I'm quite. I, it's, I mean, I mean, I, I'm assuming it's just based in conditioning. So. Well, I just look at it like you got to run the numbers. I'm not trying to make a math joke. I'm being serious. You got to run the thing here. If either of us, if I'm sorry, if any man is doing that to their lady and that lady uh, dies, there is no convincing any court in the fucking world that she likes breath play. You're just going to go to jail. <laughs> Like there's no way. To I'm pretty sure there have been cases about okay. you know sexual deviancy. I don't know how they've gone. How dare you call the deviant? Well, it's, it's just deviant in the eyes of the court. Like it's it's it would be absolutely considered deviant because it's just sex, baby. Do you like when I call you baby, Tristan? I don't. Oh, okay, I'll stop. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean I'm I'm assuming the large part of that is is conditioning and just based on prior experiences that are associated like have like a pavlonian response to pavlonian uh, yes that you just How associate you certain pavlonian? like feelings or, or actions or choking or something like with a sexual feeling and it just escalates over time how do we have the smartest people doing the dumbest show what do you mean us no no because i'm I'm dumb as shit. No, I no, just no, no, no. I, I just make it sound convincing because I believe my bullshit. <laughs> I think that's what delusional is. But you don't know the difference. So unless you call me out on it. And luckily I've that's not happened too much. So I just sound smart. I think you sound beautiful. But hey guys, we're coming up on two hours and I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta shower and go eat lunch at Emily's place. And Nick has found a way to make his back look like he's sucking his background's dick, but he won't let us put the video up. So this is useless joke. Oh man. All right. I don't want to watch that. It's weird. That's a weird <laughs> thing to say. Like, I don't like that. All right. Before we wrap up here, I want to make sure that we plug all of our friends stuff. Um, Alex King of 2020, him and his wife have a podcast called, are you going to finish that? It's a fine dining theme podcast. You can find it by going to finish that pod.com. Our boy Sam, the Wrestling Steve Show. If you want to find out what's going on in the world of professional wrestling, you can tune into that. You can find that by just going into any pod-based application, typing in Wrestling Steve Show. And if you want to check out some of Joe's Etsy stuff, you can go to Etsy, uh, type in that little search bar, Skylab Bricks. He's got plans for modular space shuttles as well as launch stations. Really, really cool shit. So you can it's check really it out cool. and support our friends. Guys, I love you. I'm I'm out. I am tired. I'm exhausted. Let me ask you a question real quick. You of Joe. Sure. Are you are you gonna do one of the SpaceX shuttle? And if you build it, do you have to drop it right before it lands? <laughs> and are you really just gonna come up with the ideas for the plans and then pay someone else to do them for you? <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk is Lex Luthor. Give it time. No man, he's she's Tony Stark, man. He's he does it all totally himself. He is, I'm not doing this. He is I'm Tony not, Stark. I'm not starting this conversation with you guys because you, you what, literally did. Just I was start joking. It. I was joking. I don't have time for this. I'm serious. He's literally Tony Stark. <laughs> you have to delegate. You if you're going to be effective, you have to delegate, and he's good at hiring good people. I'm not. This is we can't, he hires we can't. the best people. 
Let's yeah. have this. Let's have this argument next week. I would love to argue why Elon Musk is a super villain in waiting. I would love to have that argument, but I can't do it today. I have to go eat food. All right. Well, I love you, boys. Nick, Tristan, go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. I was just gonna say tell, tell him I said hi. Oh, of course, always. Um, all right. I will let you boys go. Nick, you want to sign us out? Night Riders unite and witness us. Born ugly, race stupid. We give you permission to suck a hundred dicks. Ten years of casting Dreaming about detectives Learning about our bodies with everyone Answering bad questions Giving worse advice Talking shit about shit that everyone likes